Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm here with Megan Strand. Hello. And Dane Christensen. Hello there. And we are the Naked Marketers, and I'm, I, you know what, I feel like I sound like an old-timey radio broadcaster. kind of do. And reporting straight from Duluth. That's what I'm doing brought here. By, brought to you by... Brought to you by... We've got, uh, we've got uh, some Something. news. we got some news uh, to talk about, Meg. Where do we start? Well... Uh, it looks like this Christmas holiday season, you may be getting gift cards via Facebook. So we saw this not too long ago where Amazon and Starbucks were the first brands to jump in on the uh, virtual gift cards that actually translate to real gift cards. Um, and this holiday season, more retailers are jumping on using a application called eGift Social. So retailers like Sears and Kmart, I think we're going to see a lot more of this. I personally love it. I think it's great. I'd love to get, just for the record, anybody who likes to give me a gift card via Facebook, I'd love to get one. So I think it's great. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing more um, of this, you know, offline, online interface. I think that's going to be great. And I think that uh, since Facebook's uh, overarching mission seems to be to take over the internet, this is the next obvious thing. We need more more gift cards from Facebook. Hey, I will accept any of your gift cards you would like to give to me. That's right. Dane, Perfect. Dane, hint, hint. Dane, whatever. <laughs> Frav Lauren is spending a ton of money, like it a ton of money on a massive celebration blowout multimedia extravaganza in uh, the UK to celebrate the launch of their UK e-commerce site uh, and the 10th anniversary of their US e-commerce site uh, using their what building they're taking over one of their stores on Madison Avenue it's a gorgeous building at New Bond Street and they're using a light technology from New Former where they project using these high definition projectors they project uh, a new skin and uh, on top of this building you have to head over to the link in the show notes uh, uh, we will post that link and you should check out the videos uh, there is a demo of this technology using uh, that they had that new former had done for Nespresso where they took over this building and a behind the scenes video of how they actually put together this amazing presentation uh, it looks like it's going to be a virtual uh, fashion show on the edge of this building in 3d on this the face of the building in 3d it's absolutely stunning and it should be a fantastic uh, show begins at 8 p.m eastern time uh, in new york 9 p.m in london it'll be only 10 minutes long uh, and so if you're in london or new york you should go check it out <laughs> you know what's cool about this two things that are cool about this number one it's environmentally friendly so this is a new way to out to advertise outdoor without you know, putting unless, up a bunch of paper. Unless you're a photon. Unless you're a what? A photon. A photon. <laughs> it's not, in, yes, it's deadly to photons. It's all about perspective, Megan. And the other cool thing about this, as you see in the dis, the um, demonstration on the Nespresso, there are people just standing around with their phones capturing yeah. it. And you know what they're going to do with the phones is share it with a million of their friends. So that's a cool. Absolutely. You're going to see it everywhere. It's, in addition to it just being cool. So right. that's. I, I'm just trying, I need to see the demo i i can't picture this i can't yeah, visualize to, it you have to look at it oh you have to see it it's when the, lot of video when the building when the building falls apart yeah it that's is cool. it is so cool there are yeah, fish swimming around this. behind the windows it's it's really beautiful well it sounds amazing it sounds like something i'm gonna have to maybe uh set up for my own business probably uh probably don't want to compete with that same time frame <laughs> here in salt lake but um no, because you know, uh, you know a lot of people are going to be, yeah, they're going to be inside watching this live streaming. 
Man, you know where something like that would go over well? Be the Sundance Film Festival. I'll be yeah. ready for that one. Cool. Well, uh, I've got a quick little story if I can share. Please do. Okay. It's a quick one. Uh, Ask.com. How many of you use that on a daily basis for search, for internet search? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think they were down to around 3% maybe of market share uh, on a good day during the past year or so. So they're abandoning search and uh, probably just um, adopting uh, just turning it over to Google. Uh, that's They haven't said who their partner is there. But anyway, laying off, uh, I think, 150 people, moving the whole operation to Oakland. And all they're focusing on now, uh, Ask.com, is 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 uh, primarily just a Q&A site, is what they call them, which um, the best example and the most prominent uh, is a Yahoo Answers. So sometimes you're doing a, a search in Google that starts with what is, how can I, something like that. Uh, those search results include forum boards, basically, that um, people have tried to sort of answer random questions. Uh, and and I don't know that that market is heating up or not heating up, you know, the whole Q&A thing. Um, uh, it all really is, is based on quality, but I kind of, I thought the story was worth sharing, not so much because we care about search, um, uh, search engine, you know, ownership share and, and that kind of thing. But uh, from a small business perspective, I, I wonder how many businesses uh, consider that platform or, or consider maybe trolling those search sites to look for questions being asked that their business or service can answer. Oh, I think that's uh, and I think you're spot on, and I think that's a great point. Uh, I think the I think it is going to heat up with other sites like Mahalo. I mean, you spend much time at Mahalo.com. Have you ever sp- spent any time over there? It's, it, no, Mahalo, and I think any any of these sort of. Uh, it, it's kind of the evolution of search. It's the human-powered search, and it's why Facebook is so interested in this. Because when you type in the search box for "I want a great place for dinner," you know what do you trust more? Do you trust you know your people who have been to these restaurants, or uh, you know the the algorithm? And for those kinds of questions, uh, right, human-powered right. search really, and human these sort of ask forums, uh, ask dot com, and and answers. I think is that's that's where it's going to be. Which I guess it's slightly ironic that, you know, ask.com's genesis was, you know, they were they were trying to be a natural language kind of a search where you really did ask questions that that then it would be this, um, the algorithm, algorithm would be searching or, or delivering search results that hopefully came somewhere close to putting you on the path to get your question answered. This is this is, you know, taking it all the way to actually, you know, when you have that question, you probably want a human being to answer it and maybe a couple of others to comment as well. And and it's not really, you know, algorithm-based kind of, um, although Wolf, I think, tries to go there. But uh, but that's, you know, I think you're right. I mean, you, you, you become comfortable in a platform, certainly, you know, uh, and get a sense of, of where you trust getting the opinions. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a valuable... Uh, you know, Yelp, I think, fits into the category on the level you're talking about. What's up in cause? You know what? There's a lot up in cause. And uh, I know that you don't follow this quite as closely as I do. But I have to say, as we all know, cause marketing is picking up steam. And there were three every fall. There are three major cause related studies or reports or whatever they each individually call them that came out. One is the Edelman Good Purpose Study. 
One is the um, Cone um, Cause Evolution Survey. And then there's another one that PR Week does in coordination with Barkley PR. Um, I have no idea what they call theirs. But um, it was interesting because Cone came out with theirs first. And it was all about moms and millennials being the ones that hands down, you know, will purchase cause-related products um, in really high percentages. They'll switch brands, all this great cause-related um, data. And then Barclay PR came out with theirs and their survey focus was about men. And men actually resonate with causes too. Imagine that. And then the Edelman Good Purpose study came out and it was basically saying, yeah, you know, people are interested in causes, but really just slapping a ribbon on things is not cutting it for people. So it's it, it was very interesting. I will post all of the links to these great surveys. If you're at all considering a cause campaign, these are definitely data points that you need to look about look at and 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 understand. So um I, you know, I love this time of year because I get to get to geek out on all this stuff, but um good data and uh, interesting perspectives from each of them. Speaking of awesome data, uh, 75% of YouTube mobile users report that their that their mobile is their primary way of accessing YouTube content. Is that true for you guys? When you go to YouTube? I, yeah, I think it, yeah, it's true. Uh, I don't know. I you know, I there's a lag, like, even with the iPhone 4, a little bit of a lag. Well, Although I have they, to say it's a little bit better. But yes, I will occasionally watch a video. What's so interesting about it, the YouTube, YouTube itself has, the, the m.youtube.com site has, has gone through a major revamp for the mobile platforms, even better, I think, than the iPhone YouTube app, um, you know, which is a native app. And that's, that I think is interesting. It's easier to search using the website. It's the, con you know, you get different options for quality of video. And I, I, maybe that's what this data is saying, that some of these changes are paying off. 75% of respondents say that mobile is their primary way of accessing YouTube. 70% visit YouTube mobile at least once a day. 70% visit at least once a day. 58% spend more than 20 minutes. All that doesn't surprise me. I get sucked in for hours. And 38% feel that YouTube mobile is replacing their desktop YouTube usage. Uh, in, in response, YouTube obviously is an ad, or Google as a, an advertising uh, company uh, now is offering uh, essentially mobile site takeover blocks. Advertisers can now own 100% share of voice on YouTube mobile by purchasing a daily roadblock and owning all available ad impressions for 24 hours. Uh, the ads run across search, browse, and home pages of the mobile website. Dane, what does that mean? It, it, it's really pretty fascinating. And we've had this conversation a couple of times, you know, as we talk about mobile, you know, mobile as an advertising medium. Um, and I still am very fascinated by the story that Megan shared a couple of weeks ago about the um, that the uh, political application where it was very geographically restricted. Um and I'd love to come up with a use for a client to to experiment with that, where you give yourself a five mile radius or something, and and basically basically try to um, get you know you get your mobile ads uh, to blanket, I guess, just that coverage area or, or other ways to get in this. Um, this is apparently a brand new announcement that you can dominate for twenty four hours all of YouTube. That's pretty wild. I mean, that's really wild. I don't have any clients that I think will be able to afford that. But uh, the the example that they have on, um, uh, I guess it's the uh, YouTube mobile blog or whatever, um, is Coca-Cola. 
Uh, it's a pretty good looking banner ad. I, I think these things are coming along a little bit, you, you know, um, they look a little more appealing. Um, they are a little more appealing and advertisers I think are doing a little bit of a better job figuring out how to target uh, me, for instance. So, you know, I, I've seen a few that have been click worthy in the last week and that's kind of a first. It, you know, it's interesting from a design perspective, these mobile sites, I mean, you know, the, YouTube is sort of YouTube. What this roadblock, this banner on mobile sites gives you, it, it, it's far more akin to a site rebranding, don't you think? I mean, I look at that and I see Coke before I see YouTube. You That's know, almost cool to the point it. you almost think of it as a Coke site, uh, which I think is just there's there's so much value in in that brand awareness more so than going to a, a rescan. As YouTube has long been, uh, you know, been into allowing site takeovers of YouTube. You know, if you have enough money for a movie premiere or whatever, you can take over the site and do whatever you want to do with it. They'll they'll you know you can pay for anything on that site, but it always ends up looking like okay, there are three ad blocks and they're all sort of talking to each other. You know, the get a Mac ads were big. Apple would do this on New York Times, where the island ad in the middle was a little video flash ad that would come up and it would the guys would talk to the other banner ad, uh, you know, the the tower banner ad in the right column, and and it was very clever and cheeky, but you could still tell they were ad blocks. On mobile, it really does look like a more authentic site takeover. Yeah, and you know, it, and it kind of um, speaks a little bit to the the statistics, which I, I guess these statistics really were just released today um, by uh, YouTube. But you know, the usage of um, of YouTube on mobile devices. I mean, part of that uh, I, I'm guessing, and I don't know exactly how they're measuring this, but you know, if I'm on another news page, for instance, and it's you know, there's an embedded video, but I'm on a you know my iPhone, when I click the video, it it really kind of takes me into the YouTube application, and it's a, you know, it's a clean swap. When it's done, I move back into the the news um, app I was reading. Uh, but that's one of the ways that I find myself watching uh, YouTube videos. It's not so much that I, you know, that that it's so well brand, branded, you know, that I think, oh, YouTube, and I just that app just jumps out at me, and I'm gonna, tr you know, troll around on YouTube for a while. So I don't think it hurts them at all to do what you're talking about, Pete, to basically, yeah, allow someone else to kind of rebrand it. Um, their uh, distribution, if you want to call it that, is so um, broadly distributed that I don't think that it matters at all to them that they're losing uh, so many people going to their desktop to go to YouTube.com and search for videos because they get there or they get those videos uh, you know, a million different ways. Well, just say more about that. A million different ways. What do you mean? Um, well, embedding, for instance. Uh, I mean, it just—it's interesting to me because it wasn't that long ago that um, you weren't really seeing ads on embedded videos, right? You were kind of wondering um, right. how are they making money? On how this? are they making money on this? But now they're popping up, and I'm—you know—you embed a video into a news story, for instance, from YouTube, and uh, and you're getting ads getting ads delivered through that video and things you know that you can click on or click off or go somewhere else uh it's still evolving and and so what's interesting here is is um that a big part of how this is evolving is moving away from the desktop uh, i wouldn't have thought before seeing these numbers that um that those numbers were that high i wouldn't have thought that at all um but 
you know, I think about, you know, I mean, I'm checking the news when I'm, you know, sitting in the waiting room at the dentist. Uh, and if I'm going to watch, you know, videos, I mean, at the end of the day, I watched a good portion of quick little, you know, clips that were powered by YouTube and I did it on my mobile device. So the big question in, is then how do you, you know, how are you guiding your clients when it comes to using YouTube? I mean, how are you guiding them to tell their stories yeah. using video? And, and you know, what are the guidelines that you are sort of encouraging them to follow? Megan, that, that, I mean, are you, are you doing this in, in your cause work? You know, it's interesting because YouTube, one of the um, page takeovers that YouTube did was for homeless awareness, home, homeless issues awareness. There was one day that they dedicated the entire homepage to homeless issues. So I have not personally done it, um, but I, I definitely think it, tons. I mean, cause is a great place to use videos because the stories are so compelling. Um, so I haven't done it personally with clients yet, but, um, it's a great, great way to, to, to get your mission and your, your, your message across. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's fascinating. Well, it, yeah, it, that is the key question, I think, at least for us anyway, Pete, um, because I, there are a couple of instances, I have a couple of clients who have some videos that they've, uh, created that they have on YouTube, um, but they haven't done anything else necessarily with them. Maybe they added them a link from their blog or, you know, emailed them out to, uh, when they were created uh, in an email distribution to past clients or something like that. Um, I've had numerous conversations though, with a couple of clients about the possibility of creating some more unique content um, uh, and, and trying to actually utilize, you know, this sort of visual, um, uh, platform. And I, I, I just, you know, th there's not much that I've done to really promote. I've gone into existing YouTube, um, videos, the ones that I mentioned and, and made sure that they were tagged correctly and they had good descriptions and that they made sense. And, you know, where I've built a YouTube, uh, channel page for certain clients, uh, I've done some work of trying to connect with, you know, with other, um, entities or organizations or even companies or individuals that help kind of make that a little more of a, a, a networked presence. Those are some of the things that I've done. Um, but as of this story today, I'll tell you three tabs that I have open. Uh, one is on youtube.com. They have a self-service advertising page that basically gets you started on um, uh, video promotion or uh, takes you right into AdWords. Mm -hmm. um, so. And then there's uh, Ad Mob, right? Which I haven't really read through and figured out a strategy for any of my clients with Ad Mob yet. And then there's just Google Mobile Ads, small screen, big opportunity. So three of what I assume to be kind of the the uh, most informative starting points for really starting to carve out more aggressive uh, both mobile ad strategies and YouTube ad strategies. So. I plan to spend a little time today to, to kind of work this out. It'll be interesting to see how that comes together, I think, as as more and more people step away from from their desks for more of the day. Uh, what You had another story, Dane, This uh, the, the impact of the Bush video. Yeah. yeah Not speaking, the political speaking, Bush. Right. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. And, and speaking of uh, YouTube, um, <laughs> I came across this story on uh, a a blog the other day, uh, yesterday, actually, because I think this is only a couple of days old, but 
the story is, and, and, and some people may have uh, seen or heard this, but there's <laughs> this guy owns a, a shoe store and a young, I don't know what he is. Like he's in his, let's call him mid thirties or whatever. Is that young? Um, not anymore. Not, anymore. not an old man, no. but whatever. Uh, <laughs> like an otherwise normal looking dad type with his dad shorts on and is tucked in with his belt. <laughs> anyway, you know, just to, just to paint the picture. Uh, small business owner, though, owns this little shoe store in New Jersey, uh, which you can tell by the accents, but it truly is New Jersey. And some kid, well, 20-year-olds, say, are they kids? Uh, anyway, a 20-year-old, because he gives his age, is uh, with his buddy skateboarding in front of the store. And I guess what they do is they go after hours and they move or remove one of the bushes in the flower pots so that they can videotape each other jumping <laughs> off of this curb. <laughs> so it's obviously happened before. And this shoe store owner has obviously woken up on numerous days with those darn kids. If I ever catch them, I'm going to oh, wring their neck. And just, I, I think there's so much pent up aggression. You can just see because the, <laughs> the moment he catches these two, he loses it, loses it. Oh man. And he's just all <laughs> over this guy. Like you, how old are you? Oh, good, because I kick your butt. We're going to go down to the jail. We called the cops. When the cops get here, <laughs> we're going to be spending the night at the jail. It'll and be fun. We'll have so our sleeping bags and a couple of pillows. <laughs> Maybe we'll roast some s'mores. Don't try to run away from me, man, because I can run fast. Like, <laughs> you caught me. Yay, I'm caught. How would you feel? Dude, it's just a bush. I'll pay for it. <laughs> Such a classic, like, likable sort of, you know, um, slacker, I guess. Right. That the heavy sympathy in this posted video is weighed towards the, the skaters. So the response has been um, that this guy, this this business owner has had a Facebook fan page for his business. And uh, and he's got a, a presence on Google, uh, Google Maps, you know, for reviews, which... Uh, that one, for instance, I think before this incident, before a couple of days ago, he had maybe one review of, Hey, it's a good store. store. Yeah. Yeah. Since then, uh, they're up to, they're probably up to over 20 pages now of full reviews and they're really just funny. And it's obviously a bunch of, uh, kids who again sympathize with you know with the skaters plight here (laughs) and they're just making fun of all these references to, you know, I went to buy some shoes there, but he was just so obsessed with his bushes and <laughs> <laughs> kept telling me how fast he could run. And I didn't really care how fast he could run. I just wanted a pair of shoes. Well, anyway. they hit his Facebook page too. And yeah, you know, what happened, just, what happened well, to his it, Facebook page? Was it, it know, was hijacked too? And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And it's it's lots one of those things that if you're going to be a jerk, Really, you should probably make sure there's no cameras or, you know, recording devices around because we had a story, you know, months ago about the guy from Scotty Vest completely reading this guy out on the phone. And the problem with these guys is that it's not just like they get mad and they yell at them for 30 seconds. I mean, this man is standing there berating this kid for six minutes. I mean, the video goes on and on and on and he'll like yell, yell and then stop and then like just come up with something new, just start yelling again. You can tell he just sort of runs out of steam and then then he gets a second wind and a third wind and he just has so much yelling to do. It's just uh, these people with anger. I'm sorry. Here, a note to all of our listeners. If you have anger issues, please go work them out because at some point- It will be captured on YouTube. It will be captured on YouTube or a voicemail, and you're going to look like not a very nice person. 
And well, maybe it's kind of like it's kind of like when you were a kid, and there was some there was say a vice principal, for instance. Those are good targets who just couldn't handle himself socially and would get angry and, and to the point that it's just funny. Like, wow, this guy's just like, he's yelling and it's hilarious to you as a kid, right? You know, the, <laughs> It's not so much just the evil, angry person, but the ridiculously way overly angry person is apparently a really great viral target. Right. Especially when you think of this, right? Okay. So this guy apparently loves to skate in front of this store, and there is a planter that is the perfect height for skateboarders to jump upon, but a bush is in the way. So let's just think, store owner, what if we kind of, uh, uh, what if we went the other direction and we walked out onto the sidewalk and we said, you know what, dude, I love that you love to skate here. I'm going to move that bush someplace where it's out of the way. Where would you suggest we move it? And move the bush and then start advertising and selling more skateboarder shoes. Right. I mean, come on. Which like, is a lot of the comments, too, by the way. Like, I went in looking for skate shoes. Yeah. He hates skaters. Yeah. You know what, though? You know, I have to say, I think that's a nice idea, Peter. But I, okay, A, that would never go viral. And, you know, well, that, so viral, that would be great. have a point. I mean, the guy, you know, the reason that retailers don't like skateboarders on their property, A, I mean, it's sort of a hazard. But B, you know. When you're launching your skateboard over a planter, you're probably going to ruin it a little bit. So, you know, I can't, Skaters, I don't know that anybody would blame no, the guy no, no. for saying, dude, please don't ruin my property. But I, I get the that. Fact that he's been a complete idiot about I it. I totally get on, that. On and on. But the problem is skaters travel in flocks. That's the problem with Well, and that's this what's thing. evidenced and, here. Yeah. Like, it, whether or not wow, uh, that you, response was way beyond whoever this kid's couple of friends are. Exactly. This is something he didn't anticipate just because he doesn't know who these guys are. They travel. Travel in flocks, and you you that gets around. Says here's a guy who's who's willing to as long as we work with him here, he's willing to work with us there. And and okay, and now he's selling skateboard shoes. That, I'm going to move the bush. Where do you think I should put it? And I'm going to start carrying skate shoes. That it would have gone as viral. Is my point? <laughs> no, okay, no, no. no. Here's the thing, like, Megan. So what if it's pissed off about something? No, no, no. Could it go viral? No, 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 no. The nice the alternative. What you're saying is that the alternative is it should go viral if he does works with the skateboarders. And my saying is it won't go viral protecting his Facebook page from what happened. So yeah, what if it point. doesn't okay. go All right. viral? All right, point taken. I'm I'm with you. Well, and what Pete's saying is a, a bit of a stretch. A, yeah, a it's, it's a very human resources response. <laughs> I mean, because it's still a little bit of a gamble like, oh, so I let these kids just sort of take over my sidewalk and expect that's going to turn into money for me. Uh, maybe it does if he does it right. If he's if he's seen as um, I mean, if he really could take advantage of that, I mean, he, no business really wants to be the place where skateboarders are, you know bothering or basically cluttering up the sidewalk right in front of your business so people don't want to come there god this you sound like an old man so, but old man dane i'm just saying you got it <laughs> peter you know gotta, what it is what it's you're 1950s saying, grandpa it's 1950s grandpa get off my, get off my lawn, lawn. <laughs> yeah this guy i i think you you hit it though megan i mean it's you know because we can say to any business like well you know what it, you you really got to get involved in, in social media in some way. You got to get some exposure because, you know, if people have something good to say, then they'll have a place to say it. And if they have something bad to say, well, you're going to get that too, but you just, you know, it's the way it is. Right. Um, and, and so that's generally, you, you know, as an example, this story, uh, Pete, the, um, uh, YouTube story about, um, uh, about mobile usage, 
the one that you, that you had up was uh, the AdWords blog uh, version of it. If you go to the YouTube version of it, it's the exact same thing. There's only one comment at the bottom, and it's some customer complaining about why AdMob isn't working for him and using some foul language, actually. <laughs> so on a day they're driving tons of news to this story, the only comment on a YouTube uh, blog site about it is, ah, AdMob sucks. My clients aren't getting any return on their value. I need a senior service manager to call me. <laughs> well, that's just kind of the thing, right? The thing's not to do, though. <laughs> I think where you really got to be worried since we can't plan this stuff out. Um, you know, like this wasn't, it, there's not a whole lot this guy could have known about how this was going to play out and, yeah. and, and was the kid's camera even on it. You, you know, he was kind of holding it so that you wouldn't know for sure. This guy was so mad. I don't think he he would have well, noticed. Well, that's the point. Yeah, you, that's why you've got to have anger your anger management issues, issues yeah, under control. You got to get that under control. Yeah. I don't know what other advice to give. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, we've let's let's move. Let's wrap. Let's let's put a fork in it, people. We we well, have, we actually have a tool. We have a couple of tools and shout outs. Okay. Uh, Megan, what is you you wanted to point something? I have a cute tool. I have a cute little tool. I'm excited so to hear about it. It's a cute little, it's a warm and fuzzy tool. So Mashable has a um, 20 free social media icon sets. So when you visit most websites, you have your standard Facebook, Twitter, RSS, little icons that are now ubiquitous and somewhat boring. These are 20 very neat little icon sets for free, so, ranging from latte art to uh, moleskin social icons, to grass textured social icons. They're very cute. Uh, My personal favorite would be the uh, vintage social icons. And uh, I think Peter is partial to number 11, the vintage postage stamps. Oh, yeah, I dig dig the vintage postage stamps. But they're very cool. Check them out. We're going to put them in the show notes. And they're Um, free. Free is good. And they're free. Free is good. Juice up your website. And I just have a shout out to uh, th- to our buddy Andrew Sinkov and the Evernote team. They, uh, this week they hit well. They've hit a whole bunch of milestones, according to a post on their blog. Uh, five million users. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Uh, I tw- swear they did that overnight because uh, when we talked to Andrew, they were they had just hit three million, and that was not that long ago. Well, That's impressive. It's so cool. Eighty three days it took them to hit their last million. In contrast to their first million, it took four hundred and forty six days so over a year to hit a million and about a year and a half to hit the next four million Uh, it really is terrific evernote becomes an increasing every day it becomes an increasingly important tool in my workflow they hit twenty two thousand one hundred and thirty new members yesterday that's so great uh so you know it's just a great service great platforms great software they've done a great job so congratulations to Evernote and Phil Libin and Andrew Sinkov and all the guys over there for doing great work keep it up I'm sure there're girls over there too thank you Peter <laughs> What was I was I just sexist just there You were you were I, just, how did, I didn't replay that how did how was I sexist did if I just I, I said Megan, guys all the guys if, over there if, if, if Megan and Pete were, you guys were in the room and I was leaving <laughs> to go to the kitchen, I said, hey, do you guys want something from the fridge? She wouldn't jump me on that one. No, she wouldn't. She I might She might that. punch you what in the face mean? for many other things. You guys, you could be a guy. You're one of the guys. <laughs> you it's said, it's not you guys. It's all the guys. It's different. All yous guys. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start doing. This, all yous guys and gals. 
it's, it's just I'm not a crazy feminist. Just it's just language efficiency. You, you, were, you woke up on the hard economic. side of the bed today. I tell you what. <laughs> All right, uh, where that I think is it, people. Thank That's you it. so much for joining us, Megan. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Megan Strand or my website and blog Encouraged.com, which is I N C O U R A G E D. And Dane, Strike10Media.com. Pause, and that's it. You can <laughs> laser light show on downtown Salt Lake City. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, the 4D experience. Yes, the Dane Christian said 4D experience. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take uh, over YouTube. Do you know what I? You know what I got? Have you heard of this new service about.me? Go to about.me. I don't know. It sounds a lot like you, Peter. Pete, right? Of course, Go ahead. You have this I dare you. I triple dog dare you. That's that's the me, that's my me page. I don't know anything about this service. I it was one Is of those things Peter? that no, no slash Pete Wright. Oh, about dot me slash Pete Wright, and it is I I guess it's kind of a new trend of every of people. Uh, you know, you sign Aww, up to get your own here. profile page, and this is what you can put in your email. So it's kind of the new trend for if you have a bunch of social media sites, you put up a uh, business card page, and about dot me oh. is a service that has uh, started to Get send that. out invitations. So apparently, this is the friends and family beta, uh, but. Click on get your own profile in the top right, and you can uh, you can do the same. I think it's just you know it's classy when you fill out your profile. You get lots of options for styling. In general, it's just a really nice and easy way uh, to have just kind of a landing page that points to all of the stuff you do online. And I I have probably cool. more stuff than average that I've got going on. And so it's you know you a know nice what you need though it. what you need like um some grass social media icons. That would that would do it. Although I don't have a choice in this case. They they uh-huh. do the icons. You don't do that. It's it's simple. and now you don't have to think of so about dot nice. me slash Pete Wright. Go there. That's where you can find out every place that I am. So uh, that's it. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Until next week, this has been the Naked Marketers. Mm-hmm.